0: Hey guys, welcome to the One Life Church podcast. We're so glad you're joining us today and we hope this message encourages you and strengthens your faith. Enjoy the message. Hey, well, welcome tonight. It's great to have you here, as Amber said. What an amazing time of year that we can come and celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, the birth of a Saviour, the the Son of God that came to bring freedom to our lives. And, uh, you know, I just think it's a time of year where we can reflect and just be thankful for those things that we do have, and those things that that have been provided for us. And so, I just want to I just want to thank you for being here tonight. And uh, thanks, Ben, for playing. Thanks, um, Isaiah. That was great. Appreciate that. Um, there's no greater place, I think, to be than in the house of God. I, I love being in church. I love getting around about His Word. And I just try, trust that this uh, message encourages you tonight. How about we just pray? Heavenly Father, we just want to give you thanks for your goodness. We just thank you for your grace, Lord, that is around about our lives. And Lord, we just come tonight with hearts, Lord God, that are wide open to you. Jesus, we just want to thank you for meeting with us in this place tonight. And we just give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I've titled uh, my message for tonight, Wise Men Still Seek Him. Because I think it's important that we are reminded that, you know, we come to a realisation of who Jesus Christ is. But it's so imperative to our lives that we continue to seek Jesus. And uh, just a quick shout out to all our kids. Any kids here tonight? Come on, make some noise for me, kids. You're allowed to make noise in church. It's okay. Well, this church anyway. You can make some noise. Yeah. Hey, look. I want you guys to keep an eye on the screen tonight, okay, because tonight I have a cheeky little character that worked his way into my slideshow, and I'm calling him the Christmas Llama. Anyone ever seen a Llama before? Have you ever seen a Llama with a red hat on its head? We have tonight. So keep an eye out for the Christmas Llama, because if you see the Christmas Llama first, there might be a surprise for you, okay? A chuppa chupp. Who doesn't like a chuppa it's a little lollipop. You've never had a Chuppa Chuppa. Look, if you've never had a Chuppa, she gets one first tonight because she, Matthew, this deprived child, she's never had a Chuppa Chuppa. I hope she's not allergic to anything. I don't know if our insurance will cover that. Um. <laughs> Keep an eye out for the Christmas Llama. Wise men still seek him. Do you ever recall a time in your life where men, let's face it, you were in a place that you didn't intend to be. You're in the car, you're driving someplace, you told the wife or someone that, you know, it's all good, I know where I'm going, and all of a sudden you go, actually, I don't know if I am in the right spot. Anyone ever experienced that before? You know, I've been out on foot before, and, and we've been in the city, and I, I remember taking a mirror into the city one time, and uh, I said, it's all good, we're going we're gonna to get off at Town Hall, and then we're going to walk up to Central Station. And uh, after about five minutes, we ended up at Circular Quay, and I said, well, I don't know what went wrong there. Um, I was going downhill and not uphill, clearly. Uh, But, you know, there's times in our life where what we're after and where we think we are, we're we're not actually there. And uh, there was a time I remember we went over to Gloucester and uh, against my better judgment, uh, it looked like there was a road that was going to be shorter, but the road ahead was still tarred and sealed and nice. And the road off to the right was unsealed. And I thought, no, we'll keep on going straight ahead. We'll be right. We'll be right. And after about 10, 10 minutes, it turned into an absolute goat track. And uh, I had to keep on trying to reassure Rochelle, it's okay, honey. I'm sure we're going to get there. It's going to be fine. You know, sometimes it's hard when we find ourselves off on a track where we didn't anticipate our lives to be. And uh, we need to be we need to be certain that that, you know, whoever we're relying on for directions can be trusted. Amen. You know, you want to make sure that whoever you're following, they know where they're going. I thought this was uh, a little bit of a laugh. This was written on an epitaph. It says, the, the following caption was found written on a gravestone. As I am now, you soon shall be. So be content to follow me. Then someone had graffitied after that um, on the same gravestone, to follow you, I'm, I'm not content until I know which way you went. You know it's so true in life that that you know we have decisions to make and uh, we can go in one of two directions when it comes to our eternity. But if 2020 has taught us anything, I think that it is we are to expect the unexpected. You know that that in this life nothing is sure. You know we we don't know whether we'll get our tomorrow. And, uh, you know, we've, we've, we've learned anything this year, it's that anything can happen. Just when we think we're, you know, life's starting to look good and getting back to some sort of semi-normal, things can go pear-shaped again. And uh, at times we find ourselves asking, well, what's next? Like, honestly, what could happen next? And, uh, and I know that's been the case for me. Um, and we're going to have a look at the, the wise men and their journey tonight. And it certainly wasn't the case for the wise men. You know, they came from a place in the east, of Israel. And uh, they had a sign in the sky, there was a star in the sky, and they knew which direction that they were to go. And uh, I don't know about you, but maybe this year has placed you in a a position where you didn't intend yourself to be. Maybe life uh, today has panned out a lot differently to the way you anticipated at the start of the year. I just want to encourage us with a message tonight that we can trust this life that Jesus has got us in. Amen. In Psalms 53 and verse 2, in the Passion Translation, it says this, The Lord looks down in love. I love the way it puts this. Bending over heaven's balcony, God looks over all of Adam's sons and daughters, looking to see if there are any who are wise with insight, any who search for him, wanting to please him. And so in Matthew's Gospel, we read about a group of men who were considered wise at the time. And it's really interesting because when you actually start to look into the story of the wise men, um, it, you know, we talk about three. You know, there's a lot of times that people say, oh, there's three wise men. But the Bible's not specific on how many wise men there were. There could have been 20. There could, could have been two. Um, it's anybody's guess. The Bible doesn't actually tell us how many there were. The Bible doesn't actually tell us exactly where they were from. It just says that they came from the east. So we don't know how long it actually took the wise men on their journey either. And what was their sign? Do we know what the sign was? I've already said it tonight. Yes, it was a star, but it wasn't just any star, was it? Was it a star like that? No, it wasn't that star. Was it was a star like this? It was a blue star, was it? Wow. There you go. We're going to pick the story up in Matthew chapter 2 and verse 1 to 12. Hey, what? Who was that? Double shot. She was quick. I think that was a close second by Layla there too. There you go. Don't be shy tonight. Matthew chapter 2 verses 1 to 12 says, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea. Uh, During the reign of King Herod, about that time, some wise men from the eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem, asking, where is the newborn King of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said. For this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, go back to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. Who was that? Someone over here? here we go. Are you a good catch? I'll, I'll, one there you go. Two there. Good catch Stuart. You nearly got it. Well done. It's not too off-putting tonight. the llama is it? Keeping the kids entertained, if nothing else. <laughs> I just want I just want to touch quickly on the story of the wise men and uh, and just some observations from the wise men tonight. And uh, the first observation is this, that we know that they were searching. I I believe that in life, we're all searching for something that's bigger than us. I know before I I even came to a place of placing my trust in Jesus Christ, there was an awareness that there was something more. And I find it fascinating that these wise men that came from the East, that we know very little about, there was something compelling these guys to want to search for this king. They had insight. They knew that this was a specific sign for, for, for Israel and that this, this Jewish king was going to be born. But I believe it, it goes one step further for us too because I believe in our lives, we may not necessarily see a star, but we have moments in our life where God is calling us. And there's moments in your life where, where God almost places like a, a Bethlehem star in your path that says, son, daughter, I am real and I can be trusted. This life is not just a life for you to live and then, you know, maybe have a family and, and, and live a few good years and then, and then just expire. But it's, it's, a, it's a time where you can come and, and have a relationship with my son, Jesus Christ. And I believe that, that wherever you're up to today, that you're always in search of something. But when you find Jesus, amen, there's something that just settles within our hearts. It's like, it's like I, I've found what I'm looking for. You know, we we, we come to a place where Christ just settles in our lives and he makes his home in us. And that that desire to want to be looking for something bigger than us has been met in Jesus Christ. The second thing that I see with the wise men is we don't know exactly where they came from. And uh, I believe we can relate to this because God can reach you no matter what your background and no matter where you're from. See, it doesn't matter exactly where these guys were from, and and sometimes when when people start to search out Jesus, they start to think that maybe I, I'm meant to be born in a Christian home, and maybe maybe I'm from the wrong side of the tracks, so and maybe my family doesn't have a good reputation. Do you know what? None of that matters when it comes to Jesus Christ. He's not interested in pedigree. He's not interested in the town that you grew up in. He's just interested in you. He loves you. He loves you so much that that he he actually gave his life for you. And uh, you know. I think that, that we can relate to the wise men because it doesn't matter where they came from. And it doesn't matter tonight where you come from because Jesus is pursuing you and Jesus is in love with you. The third thing that we can observe from the wise men is we know that they had influence. It says there that everyone in Jerusalem was disturbed by their being there. You know, there's something that happens when you come to Jesus Christ. There's something that happens before you come to Jesus Christ and it generally means you come into contact with people that have influence and they start talking to you about Jesus and they start talking about this way that leads to life. And when you come and you give your life to Jesus too, do you know your life carries influence? We have, we have a personal responsibility to those people around about us to encourage them and to love them the way that Jesus taught us to do. And we can get to carry influence into other people's lives as well. And I think it's a great honor as, as a Christian to be a person that carries influences into our workplaces influence into our family, into our schools, wherever we are, even with our other friends. You know, we can, we can carry influence into their lives and people can know that God is good and that he can be trusted. The fourth thing that we can observe about the wise men is that they were compelled to seek him. And I love this about the wise men too. They weren't only compelled to seek him, but they were even willing to ask questions when they didn't know. They'd got themselves so far And they had this audience with Herod, but there was still this, we've come to seek the king. Where is he? You know, the newborn king of the Jews. And, uh, you know, after they spoke to the priests and Herod had the little meeting with them, they still got some further directions. And sometimes in life, we like to have all the answers. We like to have it all figured out. Anyone else here like that? We like to know that we're on the right track. And, uh, you know, I believe that we can learn from the wise men and their stories as we seek Jesus, because it doesn't matter if we don't know all the answers, because the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. And praise God that he's placed people around about us that do know some more stuff. See, I don't know it all, but praise God that there's people around about me that do know a little bit more than me. And perhaps I know a little bit more than someone else. And we can encourage other people and lead them in their journey of faith as well. The last point that we observe from the wise men is that they opened their treasure chests, but we open our hearts. Matthew chapter 6, verse 21 in the Amplified says, For where your treasure is, there your heart, your wishes, your desires, that on which your life centers will be also. You know, there's a lot that you can look into with the, 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 the purpose gifts that the uh, wise men brought. The gold, to you know, signify a king, an earthly king, and uh, the frankincense to uh, to uh, you know as a, as an acknowledgement of his deity and uh, that he was it was God, and the myrrh to indicate what sort of death that he was going to die, that he was going to die, and he was going to be you know uh, anointed in that way. But regardless of of looking at at the gifts that way, I believe that they came and they, they opened up what they had to give. And, and for us tonight, we have an opportunity to open our hearts to Jesus. We come and, and the Bible says that, you know, that the treasure is in our heart. And I just, I just, I believe that God really wants our hearts. God really wants to come to that place where each one of us can just be open before him. You know, sometimes it can be a challenge to be open with people, and we've got to have the right environments and the right friendships to be able to do that in trusted environments with people. And when it comes to our relationship with God, God wants us to be children that just come to Him as a loving Father. Our God is a loving Father, He's a Father that loves us with an unconditional love. And uh, He's just wanting us to come tonight and every day, and open our hearts to him, and just reveal to, reveal our hearts and our lives to him, and just give him that intimate part of ourselves. So why is it wise to seek him? In John chapter 8 and verse 12, it says this, that Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I'm the light of the world. If you follow me, you will not have to walk in darkness, because you will have the light that leads to life. See, I don't know about you, but I want to I be on the pathway that leads to life. I don't want to be on a, a dead-end road. I don't want to be on some goat track out the back of the Barrington Tops. I want to be on a road that leads to Jesus. And in John's Gospel here, we are promised that, that Jesus is that way that leads to life. Not only is he a way that leads to life, but he wants us to have that abundant life in him, not just to seek him, but to continue to follow him. In Colossians chapter 2 and verse 6, it says, And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. I love this quote from Stephen Lawson. And uh, I'm just going to invite the band uh, to come back. Now, I I intentionally didn't want to talk for a long time tonight. Stephen Lawson said, what? Was that one there? One there. Pia said two. Anyone else? Was there a couple? Tobias. I think Tobias and, yeah, up the back here too. You going to come down to get it or are you going to make me take someone's eye out? (laughs) Take an eye out. Here we go. Oh. Well done. Here we go. Yeah. That went through your legs. Here, take another one. There you go. <laughs> Make it easy. Yes. We got some more? Little girl there. Incoming. That was a sh- terrible. You can tell I'm good at sport. Not? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. I feel like I'm at the zoo here. Anyway, the quote's a little bit obscured now, but the quote said this, We do not merely add Jesus Christ to our lives and continue in the same direction. Following Christ means we stop, we turn around and pursue Him. I'm just going to say that again. We, don't, we do not merely add Jesus Christ to our lives and continue in the same direction. Following Christ means we stop, turn around and pursue Him. Friend, Jesus wants us to pursue Him. And... Um, I don't know where you're up to with your journey tonight. Maybe, maybe you know Jesus, maybe you don't know Jesus. But I just want to give you the opportunity tonight to think about this Saviour that came into this world. And not only just think about Him, but to consider making a decision tonight to ask Him into your life and to be your Lord and Saviour. Be the most amazing decision you ever make. And uh, I'm just going to encourage everyone in this place to pray this prayer tonight. If that's you... And uh, you prayed this prayer tonight for the first time. I encourage you to come and see myself or my lovely wife up the back there in the green dress. And we'd love to be able to connect with you and uh, and get to know you. So how about we pray? Dear Lord Jesus, we want to thank you for your son. Lord, I open up my heart and I ask you to come into my life to be my Lord and Saviour. Jesus, I thank you that you died for me. Jesus, I acknowledge that you rose from the grave. And I choose tonight to put my trust in you, to be my Lord, to be my Saviour, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Friend, if that's you and you've prayed that prayer tonight, congratulations. It's the, it's the, the beginning of a, a lovely adventure with, with Jesus and His Spirit. And uh, if you're also visiting with us tonight, I just want to encourage you to be able to hang around. If you've got time tonight out the back, uh, we've got some food and some drink that we'd love to be able to share with you tonight. We're going to finish with a song tonight, um, but I just pray that you have an amazing Christmas wherever you find yourself tomorrow and wherever, wherever you find yourself over the new year. Have a, an amazing time with your family and uh, we just pray God's richest blessing over your life in Jesus' name. Hey, thanks for being here tonight.